Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, January 15th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Lunk Dow hosts a Luna and Lunk AMA. Let's take a listen. Terra Luna. Never ever bet against Lord Doquan. I wouldn't dream of it. I've known for a long time that he's a man you should never fuck with. Anyone I know who has fucked with Lord Doquan has ended up either broke or dead or both. They fucked up, they fucked around and they found out. I think that's the saying. Fucked around and found out. I think in many cases they found out before they even fucked around. It's just they intended to fuck around and they found out beforehand. He front run their fucking around. He front run it and fucked them he, up. he extracted MEV value. Uh, before the order actually placed within the same block. Bluffinator, where are you in the world approximately right now? I'm in the ground. How are you? I mean, where are you? I'm standing on top of the ground. Why? <sighs> I can't believe we have to go through this again. I just don't get it. I just don't understand why as soon as I say that I'm in the ground, I'm under it, you have to be standing on it, you know? And if I ask Bruce where he is, he'll probably say, I'm standing on top of Xerox's shoulders. And then if you ask Yura, then he'll say he's on top of Bruce's shoulders. And it's just like, you know, whatever happened to peace and love, man? It's been a long time since we uh, did a Twitter space. I've just realised I had other things to do with my life did you guys just keep doing spaces or did you uh did you uh, also have other things to do with your time i had other things to do before you had other things to do is and uh i've been busy and that's why you haven't been joining spaces because i chose not to do spaces gotta say i thought the fact <laughs> well, the reason there were no spaces was simply because i wasn't around um because I've only just no, I don't think anyone's to blame. I think it's more like um, we don't have much to say to each other. You know, like I've got a limited amount of stories, about 50 stories. When I've told them all, yeah. they, they run out. I think, Fluffinate, you've got about 10 stories because you're younger. Ears, I think you've got about 25 stories. And after talking back and forth, we kind of run out of things. So we've got to have a bit of life experience. Yeah, it's got to the point where people don't join the speakers panel, and if they do, they just say nonsense. Got no stories. Jets, do you have any stories? Bet you don't. And it's probably quick. I don't have any no stories, but I, I feel so famous now on the internet, so I'm just kind of uh, just living with that. This is a story. Why are you famous? What made you famous? Uh, just the just the recent uh 
recent days, I feel like I've been so, so much uh, talked about on the internet. It's crazy, uh, crazy stuff. Why have people been talking about you? I guess they're intrigued with the. Uh, because you're now the official ambassador of <laughs> Lithosphere. Why do, why, do, why do people keep pronouncing oh. it so, so like wrong? It's it's just Lithosphere, bro. Like Lithosphere. Hmm. What's the Lithosphere? But say it in one word. One word. A mystery. Mystery. No, nobody knows what Lithosphere <laughs> is. That's what makes it so intriguing. And by virtue of that, Jets get some trickle-down intrigue. <laughs> Well, it's always changing as well. Like, like, like lithosphere changes depending on what's popular. Like, if AI is becoming a trend, everything changes. It's all about AI suddenly. You know, in future, it's going to change to whatever. It's just like this adaptable chameleon kind of thing. It's always in the present, always transforming. It's it's like the most revolutionary tech in crypto, always. Russia is deploying autonomous robots with machine guns to the Ukraine, and if that gets popular, I imagine. Lithosphere will do that. Yeah, that's crazy. With Web three, that's crazy. That sounds crazy. To burn, burn, burn long while burning people. That joke. That oh. joke was very unChristian. That was crazy. I wish I was joking, bro. It's the world we live in. Yeah. This is just crazy. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what the fuck has happened. The space has gone off the rails immediately. I'm gonna have to sit down and just mute. Ryan Lyon, I'm gonna kill the space unless you speak. <laughs> Come on, Ryan, come up to stage. Come up to stage. Talk to your friends here from the north. Ryan, we just want your Barnsley chop, mate. Ryan, you got a, you got a recipe for a Barnsley chop? Ryan. Ryan, I got I got the mince and I got the potatoes. How do I make that? I'll link us your pie. Uh, run down shop and place bet on, on fastest horse at York race course. I'm gonna pass pass by the pie shop on the way. Pick up some some pie meat for later. How did you know? How are you feeling about your, your big bags now, Ryan? Your big bags have gone up in value this week. How do you feel? I feel euphoric and an impending sense of doom. I would like to hear from Zero X ears about this scam private sale that's going on on Lunk because I want to do a thread about how it's really bad. You're going to have to be more specific than that, Ryan. Which scams are we talking about today? The, the, the private sale that you've been talking about recently of... Oh, yeah. that's one. Hey, hang on, it is. is it true that you've backed off now that Alex Forshaw has offered you some tokens out of his own uh, token equity and you're now willing to vouch for the Terra Visa decks? I don't know why you think this would be a conversation point whatsoever, Dow. No, I have not been offered any tokens by Alex for sure. 
Um, although Alex Forshaw did post something like, hey, let's not be too quick to judge. I do. I'm gonna- if, if, listen, here's the question. If Alex Forshaw offered you a fat 10% chunk of the Terracy Visa decks, would you be willing to delete all your past posts and compromise your morality? Not a fucking chance, mate. Not a fucking chance. I wouldn't delete that if you paid me a million pound. Do you know why I wouldn't delete that, Dow? Because my integrity is more important than your paper gains and your useless tokens. You can't buy me out. You can't buy out my integrity. I don't give a fuck. Fuck your decks. Shove it up your asshole. Make it better. Make your tokenomics better first. Then we'll talk. Yeah. Um, by the way, Ryan, I'm actually in talks to acquire Astroport Classic now, which should be pretty funny, legitimately. Although I think we need to go through decentralized governance. Um, the idea is like, okay, so we acquire Astroport Classic, whether that's a fake acquisition or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, but the, the main thing is that we reskin it with LunkDAO logos and everything. And then after that, we change the current fee structure. So I think 0.3% fees are going to um, ex-Astro holders for the governance token now as a kind of a, a, an interest or whatever. Um, and I think we'll change that to say half burn or something. Um, put forward a proposal and then also get some tokies for, for LunkDAO for marketing and stuff. So then it's plus EV for us because we're uh, in control and, and making sure that everything is done right and there's a proper DEX where billions of volume have gone through before and millions and millions of pounds of d- development and stuff. And also best for Lunk because then like the primary DEX is burning Lunk as well. It's decentralized governance. Um, there's no weird sale or anything. I think it's probably best. And, uh, and and Delphi are down for it, so that's good. I, 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 saying, I genuinely think that they would be up for like giving up a bunch of. They are like I've, to do I've had the conversation, <laughs> and the the general sentiment is yes, definitely, let's do it. This is real. Yeah, <laughs> this is an announcement space. I'll now. send you. I'll send you something, ears, and then you can confirm in public. Are you willing to do that? I already think I can oh, based on the cool. screen I have. Okay, all right. Do you think weren't they in your for me? Weren't they in your DMs like not too long ago trying to give away their Astro tokens on Lunk or something? What was it like? They just they didn't want them anymore. So might no, as well. No, no, might no, as well do were, this. They no. were doing some. They were trying to get rid of their Lunk tokens. <laughs> Del- Oh, Del- Lunk tokens in general. Del- oh, that's right. Young. They were trying to get rid of Del- Lunk. Digital offered to sell me like a million <laughs> Lunk tokens for a dollar. And I was like, why are you doing that? And they were like, oh, nothing. And then I found out like that probably there were some legal issues around it or something. So I was like, fuck that. And then I think um, I think they probably found someone in the Lunk community to buy them now or something. So that person is feeling both wealthy and also they will probably be pursued forever by the SEC. Mm-hmm. It's like a cursed a cursed piece of jewelry handed to you by a mysterious salesman in a sandstorm. Take this rare jewel, he says. It's very, it's cheap, it's free. You'll get to sell it and make lots of money, but he don't, you don't know it's cursed. And now every time you go to the toilet, you piss and your, your, your cock falls off. That's the equivalent kind of analogy for everybody here. So you understand. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's actually agreed to it. Nice. Okay. Hang on, let me let me just read this screenshot. Uh, no, no reading. No, no, I won't read it out. I'm just just confirming. I sent it to Ryan Lyon too, but he's he's not active, so I'm probably going to delete it on his chat. I'm not sure I'd trust Ryan Lyon. I would delete it immediately. True. 
So when, when Astroport launched on Luna 2, they left behind all the framework on, on Lunk, but it's kind of been adrift. They didn't, I mean, they, they, the new token supposedly is supposed to be used all across the cosmos as Astroport de deploys on other chains, but the one on Lunk, the V1 token, is its own thing, but is there any hope of if you if you make the sale of of getting the new technology that's coming through Astroport two, mm -hmm. or is it going to stay uh, kind of where I, it I is? I think that I think that um, the new Slam model is a hub and spoke model, and Astroport Classic can be seen as an abandoned malformed spoke that that didn't fit into the main bike and is kind of floating out. But like, there's there's beauty in that. You can take a malformed spoke and you can turn it into a coat hanger. And you can uh, gut a fish with it, like a satellite that lost all communication with um, its its per its host. Well, you know, we've got the Voyager probes drifting out past the edge of our uh, solar system, and is still providing valuable data. So maybe this can do the same thing. I think I think the the new Astroport was kind of built with the assumption that the old bomb was dead. Like they, I think every pretty much everyone expected Luna Classic to die. Um, so I, I, I think it's pretty much now just this island which is separate and by itself, um, and can't really be connected to some slam thing in future, which is okay. We can still take it over, and and in many ways, it probably gives us more freedom, right? Like, we're not gonna mod up, <laughs> we're not gonna mod the uh, the Astro Port on Luna as like Lunk decks or something, are we? The fact that it is an island allows infinite customization, which is awesome. Would you, does there, is there an allowance to change the token to something else? Like, um, how does that I, work? I, I don't know, but um, I know I can, I can reskin the whole fucking site. <laughs> and, and I know, like, basically everything we can do through governance is fine. So things like changing where the fees goes to burn lunk, that's all fine reskinning the whole site that's all fine anything you can achieve through governance is doable i don't know if, if that includes things like the token but maybe some other token could be introduced as well i'm not sure um but i think the main thing though is that the volume goes to burn lunk and potentially uh a percentage also goes either to the community pool or tgf or something like that to help building that way we have a, a lunk burning dex that truly does burn lunk and help lunk mm-hmm Here's the beauty of it. It's already built. It's audited. It's proven to work. It has liquidity. Nobody is trying to dump a token on you. And uh, we can just repurpose it to be useful. So instead of like, oh, we need a new DEX. Oh, we need a community DEX. It's like, well, we just take the existing one, which works very, very well. And we repurpose it to make it like better than anything the community could have built uh, by themselves by 100 hundred times so um yeah it seems to make a lot yeah, of sense you, like you can either have some random fork by random devs with a random sale or you can have something that was built by about a team of 30 that's already handled billions of dollars of volume and is robust by all measures has been audited about a thousand times and has even withstood the the impact of the terror crash like it never cracked <laughs> it fucking held up to that so it can hold up to pretty much anything else um and the main argument, the main argument against uh, Astroport and Lunk right now is just that it's been kind of abandoned, and this fixes that. That's also, Terra Civita is raising money from the community, and the tokenomics may not be very favorable. But here, Bruce, you're the sucker, like poning up all the cash for this thing. That works for me. Yeah, like, like, um, 
I'll put up like at least a dollar and I don't expect it back. I'll put all my lunk up, every single one of my lunk tokens. I'm, I'm going to put it. The point this. is, it's good for them as well, right? Like, I think, I also think that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the current transactions within uh, Terra Station, they're all pretty much processed either through Astroport yep. or through TFM, which goes through Astroport. Yeah, the old station. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, TFM should find the, the path of least yeah. resistance, which for but it's handling, should it's handling all of that. But um, I don't think I, it's fair to say that most people in the Lunk community don't even know Astroport exists. Hence the conversations like Lunk needs a DEX. <laughs> Where's our DEX? Lunk's first DEX. We need to build a DEX. I remember the influencers were saying that in like uh, September, October. And we had to inform that there are probably uh, three DEXs already. Um, maybe even four if you include like Prism or something. I remember when I was looking at Lunk in the early days, it was like the TFM um, routing was going through, I think it was going through Astroport and TerraSwap and Loop and also through Prism sometimes. Yeah, because Prism, Prism had Luna on the decks, so like but sometimes it's more efficient to go through that way. Or at yeah. least partly through that way. But anyway, it's, it's like the, the major decks and it's already handling, handling all the volume, but the the issue with the original builders, um, Delphi, who made the original um, decks, is that nobody really knows about it, so nobody really uses it. And they've pretty much put all of their attention onto the new um, ecosystem and, and what Astroport will be on future in future and where it's launching on different chains and Osmosis and Neutron and wherever else. Um, they're focused there, so it's like this kind of abandoned island nobody knows about. So if we can take it over and bring it volume, that's good for them. And it's far worth them spending some, um, far worth them giving up some kind of token equity or whatever. Um, and then I can distribute it among all CEOs and then everyone wins. Yeah, if I remember correctly, they specifically said when they launched Astro B2 that Astro Classic would be there, but they weren't going to do any active development on it. I also seem to remember that the and this might be a bit too much but they had the vx astro code uh for terra classic um audited and ready to go so that could be that could be interesting bring back bring back retrograde except call it something oh my call god it something else call it like um it's something lunk dow we'll, we'll do like uh we'll do like curve wars but for lunk the problem is to have a curve wars, you have to have multiple people who care about the uh, liquidity pools on your decks. And I, I also am not sure how far along they were with VX Astro, but I'm pretty sure it was not that close to being finished. We've got multiple people. Like uh, we, you know, we've got at least four hosts here and a couple extra speakers. There's people I know. Yeah, it can be. Uh, yeah, we can do Astro Wars with. Us and Terror Rebels and uh, Zaradar. Well, if Terra C Vita are launching their, their shitcoin, then they'll care about the depth of liquidity in their shitcoin pool and they want to incentivize that of Astro Rewards. So, uh, so maybe they'll care about incentivizing their, their shitcoin pool. It'll be just a very, very personal Astro Wars this time. Like you'll be able to pin somebody's face up on the wall and know exactly who you're fighting against. Okay, so what we do is 
uh, governance proposal to reduce the number of incentivized pairs to like three or something like that. And now you've just created competition because only the top three pairs get incentivized with Astro tokens. So maybe now we can find four or five people who want to incentivize a pool and uh, you've created artificial competition. Um, yeah. We need to find out whatever whatever Terra CVs we're doing, we'll do it better and cheaper and more effectively, and we'll just crush them. I think. Oh, that's, yeah. oh God! Like, like we're not really creating uh, lunk burning decks and taking over Astroport to create something of itself. We're doing it merely to destroy Terra C Vita. You've gotten some good. Uh, go ahead. I was just saying these are the lengths that Lungdao will go to to uh, to uh, exterminate the rats in the Lung community. You've got um, you've got some good bargains so far, picking up other people's like unwanted junk and then um, refurbishing it, adding new upholstery and so on. Is there anything else on your acquisitions list? I think we need to scour the old ecosystem. What about Prism, Ryan? Is that worth acquiring? Can we take that and do something with it? Yeah, potentially. I, I think at one point Hyperion was talking to Terra Rebels about like letting them like take over like development potentially. Um, but then they did the stupid burn tax and that ruined a lot of the code. But other than that, yeah, I think they're uh, they'd be up for that. Could we do a P Lunk and Y Lunk thing? Do you think that would fly? Well, it already exists. Like I think I'm pretty sure that Prism is functioning for split in into PMY, but it's still called PMY Luna. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can still deposit in there, refract, st uh, or the staking isn't working on Y Luna. I think that's an issue. Right. Because uh, it was reliant on bots, like fetching and staking rewards. We've got some questions in the comments, Ryan. Can I, can I take one now? Uh, one of the questions is, Jets is a ambassador for Lithosphere. When is the 2.5 trillion uh, burn happening? When can we be assured that will happen, Jets? Yeah, I think it's like, uh, I think it's like a, like a user type thing. Like when you actually play the game, uh, more like the more users that play the game, the more will be burnt. So, 2.5 trillion. It'll take a while. Wait, is this guy legit? Is this guy legitimately? One of the guys who's claiming to burn two point five trillion. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, not, a, he's, not a, he's an ambassador, apparently. They're just, they're just, uh, they're just trying to help burn the Luna Classic, uh, Lithosphere. I, I don't want to be too down on them, and Jets yes. probably is restrained about what he can say about them. But, but I saw they've got like one game that's been downloaded a couple thousand times, or maybe five thousand times on Android, and. It's not clear to me yet how playing that game burns any longer if it does, or whatever the case hold, is. But, hold on, let, uh, let's establish they, one thing first. Jets, are, are you a voluntary ambassador, or are you receiving a big fat yeah, I'm not, paycheck? I'm not getting like paid like little spirit tokens or getting paid to say any anything I'm saying, dude. It's like it's, to reach like to be honest, they actually tried to reach out to Terra Rebels a long time ago. And then when I was in TCV, they tried to reach out to me to talk to TCV and they wanted to help fund TCV and help fund like the developers and the moderators and everything. But uh, I guess I, I tried to tell Rexy this, but then uh, he was too busy uh, 
working on the decks and working on those private sales. So uh, I'm just talking to them still and just trying to uh, trying to release like information about when the when the game is going to be released. Uh, so if they're not providing you any, if they're not paying you, then then like you should really go back and negotiate. Yeah, for yeah, you're for sure, for sure. Get like get get at least a hundred dollars a tweet. <laughs> I hope so, man. But they announced up front that they're going to build 2.5 trillion tokens. They made sure that that was on like Bloomberg.com. But their plan is to burn it through real world people playing and buying tokens for a suite of games that are not all developed or released yet. It, like they really put the cart before the horse with that announcement. Yeah, and that's why I think that they, they come across yeah, as a joke. It seems like people are really anticipating this. Uh, uh, it just really depends on the users that are playing the game. Uh, when it actually is removed. No, I know. It, it depends on a company to not make like outsized claims that they can't back up. They can't turn it back around and put it on the users. If they don't do what they said they set out to do, it makes them look like chumps and they're not going to turn around and say, oh, you guys didn't play enough for the last 80 years. Because that's how long it's going to yeah. take. It's going to take 80 uh, years. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. I see Lysosphere. I see Lysosphere as kind of like um, a goofy. Sorry to interrupt here, but he was very specific. It was lithosphere, not lithosphere. Yeah, I think it's pronounced like lithosphere. Right. Um, I see lithosphere as like um, a bit of a goofy marketing um, kind of, I don't know, a, a goofy marketing play. Like, hey, guys, let's just say we're going to burn 2.5 trillion lunk, which is like more than. I, I, what's the dollar value of that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's about um, but it's like, well, well, they they made the <laughs> remember they made the claim in September when it was at four billion market cap. So it would have been something in the region of a billion and a half. The funniest fucking thing was that was the Lithosphere Q and A space. So everyone attended. They managed to market it sufficiently that it had about three hundred people in it or something, and then some random like. Indian guy was like, okay, you have a question. And somebody asked a question. And then somebody else asked a question. And then somebody else asked a question. And every time a question would ask, he was like, okay, okay, next question. Okay, okay, next question. Okay, okay, next question. Yeah, I, I and do then, remember then that. About space, um, 10 uh, questions went by. And somebody yeah. was like, what the fuck? Why aren't you answering? And he's like, this is, uh, this is the question space. <laughs> the answer space would be later. <laughs> I think they had a space later on with the answers actually <laughs> that was like the question space i think there was like also like a language barrier that we have to get over as well there's a language barrier but at the same time they managed to to write a whole ai white paper i see <sighs> yeah lithosphere lithosphere I didn't know this. I just Googled it. It's the rigid outermost rocky shell of a terrestrial planet or a natural satellite. So on Earth, it's composed of the crust and the portion of the upper mantle that behaves elastically. Well, there you go. So now we all know that's what that means. Elastic, just like the marketing of Lithosphere, the project. At least they followed the classic Terra Protocol naming convention of it being Earth or space related. That's a good start. Unlike Neblio, 
by the way, like uh, probably a bit too many losers up in the speakers panel. If anyone else wants to come up and just like even it up, add a bit of cool energy and do you know what I mean? Like like a bit a, a few too many freaks up here. I'd prefer it if somebody a bit more well balanced, like uh, you know, a person who can juggle or do archery with their feet or something comes up. Can I ask about this game that are developing? Is it on uh, Apple phones or just Android? Hold on, can you do archery with your feet, Mikey Mouse? Yes. All right, carry on then. You can. Okay. <sighs> I was just asking him, what's the game? I think Jets ran away to go research. Yeah, poor Jets. He is, um, he falls for anything. He seemed like a nice guy. The one game I saw was like a samurai themed thing where somebody was like, there's platforming and really gory, like blood splats everywhere. So I didn't, I was turned off by that. Great. Jets, why? Oh, he's, he's gone. He posted a BitBoy tweet in the uh, top of the spaces. I'm not very happy about that. I think it was his FU before he left. Mm, yeah, BitBoy, notoriously um, shitcoin peddler kind of guy the kind of guy you associate with a sheet of prices for different services like tweets and threads and videos. You know, when I think of BitBoy, I think of an, an angry sort of Alex Jones character you can pay like a slot machine just to say anything. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I wouldn't want to aff affiliate the project with him either. It's all down. Yeah, man. It's what, all, what are, it's all just the down. Top? Is this an AI thing or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> throwing in the ripple case well just, like yeah. the, it's i'm trying to find out how old this thing is but what it basically is is, is a shit coin that was created mm, however many years ago i'm not sure how long ago can you find out how old this thing is i can't see a date on it um the tweet that he posted was from august 2020 so yeah it looks like it's it seems to have existed for at least a year. Maybe not a year. May, April, April, May. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, for at least eight months, though. It, it's a, a thing with a market cap of about $40,000. That's it. And a, and a small and incompetent team of people. And it seems like they're just trying absolutely, and you have to respect their hustle. They're trying absolutely anything to pump this shit. So the moment the, the lunk burn thing came out, they were like, all right, we're going to burn 2.5 trillion. We're going to do this. And then obviously that directs some of the river of attention because people get excited about anyone burning. You know, who's going to burn? When's the next burn? How quickly are going to we diminish the supply? Blah, blah. All of that is like just attention that they can capture. Um, and now they've done the same thing with Ripple, it seems. that <laughs> They're claiming to help out the Ripple community. It's all just a, an attempt to redirect attention in other communities to them. Um, and the same with the AI thing. Like they've written some weird, it looks like it's been generated with AI, AI too, like some weird white paper about AI whatever. 
Um, but it's all just to, it's because people are now searching for AI coins, right? They're like, what's going to be the next pump? Well, it's probably going to be some intersection between crypto and AI. Um, so that's their game. They have this shitcoin with a, a very tiny market cap, and they're using the dumbest possible methods to try and get a little bit of a pump. Are that's... people actually uh, investing in this thing? And what is the uh, ticker for it? it it's... Uh... Litho, L-I-T-H-O. You can look it up on Coin Market Cap. It's the market cap is forty-eight thousand dollars, of which no, but they have some. They have something called Jot, J-O-T, with like a cursive J, and, and like the game says powered by Jot, and so I'm confused about that. Well, God knows, but they're not honest operators, obviously. So, who knows? Anyone else got any scams they'd like to come and promote? I was I was quite surprised to. So is Alex Forshaw now on the naughty list for Lunk influencers? Because I was under the impression he was one of the the, the better ones. Or have I got that wrong? He he is one of the better ones. Uh, but this can always be updated in future. He may turn out to be evil. He may turn out to be a saint. We'll have to see. Well, I mean, they're currently like raising at like a forty or fifty million dollar valuation for a shitcoin. So I don't think he's officially involved um, in that yet. Oh, it was just because you were saying he, that he he was offering zero X years equity. In uh, well, that was kind of a joke because I think uh, they've offered Alex for sure a role, but I don't know if he's accepted it. We need to nab him for Astro Astro Classic or Lunkdow. Decks or whatever you call it. <clears throat> yeah, we could. He wanted to push a stablecoin, so um, we could probably get his stablecoin in some pairs with uh, various things and stable yeah. swap pools and things like that. I don't like know that. what you said there, by the way, Ryan. You said we need to. We don't need anyone. We're self supporting Oh, yeah, okay. You know, didn't mean it literally, but, you know. It's I think a turnkey operation. Turnkey operation. revealing your inner beliefs that you need some kind of mother or father figure to protect you in life or something so it's concerning is lockdown no. buying astroport classic or are they how does that work say it again i missed that yeah are is lockdown planning on buying astroport classic is that what yeah we're, we're planning on acquiring it via decentralized governance how does that work? We put forward a proposal uh, with all the necessary parameter changes, like the the acquisition of tokens to LunkDAO, uh, and the maybe we can pay one Lunk or something, and then the changing of parameters, like right now, 0.3% fees go towards ex-Astro stakers, so we can redirect that towards the burn, or at least some of it towards the burn, and maybe redirect also some of it towards TGF or one of the other grants programs. Um, and and then just also propose to reskin the whole site with some crazy burn shit. Have you thought of a name for it yet? Uh, probably, I don't know, like Lunk Burning Decks or something, something along those lines to point out what it does. But it needs to be completely reskinned. Like right now, the kind of slick, professional, modern DeFi shit, all that has to go. Fuck that. We, we yeah, <clears throat> more like space. We need flames. We need dials. 
We need like a burner meter that's like a petrol gorge. You know, we need something like that. We need some crazy shit on that site. Um, we uh, ideally we'd have like flame skeletons. gifts. Definitely need skeletons as well. A song that plays in the background. You know what would be interesting to work out as well is like if it okay if you assume simple maths if it's burning say 0.3% a day of all the trading volume how much is it actually burning per day in Lunk? Um, how much could it actually burn? It's probably quite a lot. I don't actually know how much volume goes through Astrobot these days and I'm not actually sure where to look. Uh, Give me a second I'll do some research. Thank you Ryan. You know what would be cool on the page of the decks, kind of like if you ever used uh, Bing, Microsoft Bing, how they change the home page. If you change the home page pretty frequently, that'd be pretty nice. Would you be willing to do the work to get the token relisted? Uh, is is I don't think it was ever relisted. Astro was not listed on like KuCoin and stuff. There's one uh, I think CoinX has both V1 and V2 Astro, but uh, would you? be willing to do what, what doxing might need to be done to get the token listed places. Mm, I don't think that's necessary. And I think, I think it will just play out, you know, I think um, we're not going to be in a position to sort of like, cause they send you a form, like provide your team details and like where you are and what you're doing and what your plans are. It's like, well, it's just a DAO thing, man. You know, it's not like we can sit here and just say we're responsible for this project. We just happen to have some tokens and happen to get governance passed. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's that yeah. important. Zero, are you hearing what I'm hearing in Grin's words, which is a deep, deep creed? He's hoping to pump Astro Classic token and he's hoping to benefit off it. Whereas we are thinking about just doing the best thing for the Lunk investors. So, so there's a hundred million USTC of liquidity, and today, last twenty four hours, there was eighteen point six million USTC volume, uh, and the APR APY on Exastro is currently thirty four percent. Did they get it fixed yet? Because I've been having problems with it since they updated station. This is on Astroport. So in in dollar terms, about half a half a million a day. It's not a bad start. I don't know what USTC is. It was like 0.025 earlier, something like that. Dollars. Um, which is is around about uh yeah. Yeah, okay, so something in, in the region of, of half a million a day, which isn't bad. So what's what's 0.3% times that? Just to clarify, 0.1% of the trade value goes to uh, governance stakers. The other 0.2% goes to the liquidity providers. Yeah, but we can fuck with that. Yeah, of course we can. But I mean, well, like, I we still need to incentivize people to provide liquidity, I guess. But we can do that through token yeah. emissions. So if if not point two percent of fees goes towards the burn, that would be a thousand dollars a day to the burn, which isn't too bad. Thirty thousand a month, uh, like three sixty thousand a year or something. And this is when they don't even know that it exists. Yeah, this is so. like the the lowest possible thing. Um, 
Yeah. That's kind of, that's the point of, I think getting it on a, on a centralized exchange is that, you know, 90% of people trading Glunk are trading it on an exchange and they'd probably be game to trade uh, this token too. They certainly trade the other Doquan tokens and it gets people to know what they are. And then once they actually have some, maybe they look and say, what can I do with this on the chain? And then find out people are it. actually desperate for lunar altcoins right now. I saw Anchor and Mirror um, were in the top gainers on Binance today. I got a question. How much is enough Lunar Classic? <clears throat> well, enough to disappoint your family, enough to uh, lose your house, like enough to what? Like, or so in the future, right? Um, we we both know Luna Classic is going to go up, you know, in price value. You know, obviously, more people are going to have uh, it, it more wallets um, out, more supply. Um, the supply decreases. Um, my question is, you know, how much would it be enough? Is a million tokens like a lot of tokens? I think that the the universal according to a lot of high-level discussions in Telegram chats, which you're not invited to, the universal thing is that 10 million Lunk is the make it stack and 10,000 Luna is the make it stack. Mm, okay. And is there, is there, some, is there some sort of merge between Luna and Luna Classic? I've been we, hearing about? We're not comfortable speaking about that right now. Also, rise. It depends on your what you're talking about future. Like, how far in the future are you thinking? Well, I'm 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 thinking I'm thinking like long term future. I'm thinking about you know five years from now. Um, you know, um, just even longer. However, however long crypto exists, um, you know, um, you know, Luna Classic can be more than said. It can be, you know, it can be a dollar. It can go back to a dollar. You know, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say my make it stack long term is like a million or so. If you're looking that far out. Oh yeah, I, I don't invest I don't invest in tokens to to sell them after, you know, <laughs> a few moment moments of time. You know, that's just that's stupid. Those are what you call foolish investors. They buy tokens and they say, hey, this thing's not going up and they sell them. Just like, you know, the guy who who basically, uh, a perfect example of this is a guy who bought Bitcoin, 10,000 Bitcoin actually, with um, uh, a pizza. So yeah, put that in perspective. <laughs> I think there are probably some people using you know, a million lunk to buy some marijuana here and there, and they're going to cry later. You know, hmm. it turns out um, that um, the case for Do Kwan, um, all all charges were dismissed after the FTX debacle. And they're saying that um, Sam Bankman Freed had some part of it. Doquan, Doquan is a is an innocent baby boy who must be protected at all costs. And his only crime was daring to dream. 
You know, you guys think it's a joke right now, but like this stuff is serious stuff. You know, like there's some serious money to be made here. I, I believe in crypto. You'll never find a token again that has been so suppressed by bullshit and lies and disinformation as Luna right now. If if people were fully aware of the actual situation and had an objective view of it, and they realized how much building was happening and how many teams are functioning on Luna now and how big the community pool is and how hard everyone has been working, and they understood the, the long-term potential is in how big the community is and how many people have rallied together and are willing to stay here and build and be a part of this community. Um, and also how quickly with time the truth will come out and just reverse things completely. I don't think anything like this has ever happened in crypto before. And I think if you miss this boat, you are a complete fool because I've been talking about this for eight months now. I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody more serious about uh, Luna than, than the cohort you have here. Uh, many of whom lost like a lot of money, some up to millions of dollars in the DPEG. But after you go through something like that, you better have a bit of a sense of humor. Here's the thing, like if, if I had found anything bad about Do Kwon, if I had, and I had a good look, if I had found anything bad um, or TFL, if I had, had looked and found some dodgy shit, I would have been a predator um, tracking them down and bringing them to justice. You know, when you see someone like Fat Man, at my best, I can be a thousand times more powerful than that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a very powerful being and I can crush anyone I need to. And I found no reason to crush Doquan. In fact, I found the opposite. I found he has done his best and donated billions of dollars to try and save the thing. He dared to dream. Um, the whole why behind the whole thing was beautiful as well, like to create truly decentralized money, to have that goal for humanity, to give it to everyone, to separate money from state. To, to have that dream is a beautiful thing and to innovate and in essence fail along the way that's not a crime that's just trying to bring humanity forward and being willing to accept the burden of any kind of failure and that's bravery that's courage it's not anything bad people misunderstand it it, it's not going to be too long to actually with investors with common sense start realizing oh my gosh this this is such a good investment it all it well number one the truth will spread and and cases will be dropped <laughs> And information will start to spread more and more. Uh, but it might take the price going up quite a bit for that all to happen properly. Like notice what's happened this past week as the price has gone up like 60%. It's like the old community has woken up. They're like, what the? They're like, this thing is still alive? I thought it was dead. I thought this thing had like died a long time ago and there was no hope in hell. And now everyone's suddenly like, oh shit, this thing is coming back. And then people are logging onto their computers, opening up their station wallet, they're they're having a look at their assets and they're like, oh, this is going up in value. What's actually happening? And then they're doing a bit of research. They're looking at things like, you know, Deeps' threads. They're looking at the Terra Money account. They're like, oh, fuck, there's stuff actually happening. It's having a comeback. And then those people will become the advocates and they'll all help us spread the truth. Remember back in May, like when it was, you know, just people like me and, and Xerox Ears and Ryan and a few other people who were kind of loud and, and Grin and others here, obviously. Um, there really weren't many people around because most people assumed it was dead. Like they, they either assumed it was dead or they were heartbroken from the whole thing and just didn't want any more of crypto. Like, like I'm fucking tapping out. I'm leaving the fucking ring for a bit. 
I'm retiring as a fighter. I've just got fucking pummeled. I'm getting the fuck out of here for a bit. And then, you know, people took a break. They went back to their jobs, uh, cleaning chimneys and, and sweeping chimneys and uh, polishing shoes or whatever else they did before crypto. They went back to that. So they've really been out of the loop, you know, or, or they've been focused on maybe other ecosystems and things. I think when you look at it objectively, like Ryan um, or Xerox is, it's not that many people who've been inside the core builder community, like in that chat we're in, the, the Terror Rebirth chat. There are only about 350 people in there, right? And they're really the people who know what's going on day to day. The rest of the, the wider kind of Twitter circle and the people who are invested before, everything is kind of coming as a surprise, I think. Like, uh, and I think Terra Money and TFL and stuff have, have almost deliberately made sure that they, they lowered expectations. So they're over delivering now, right? They, they've not hyped it up this time. They've simply started to roll out products. Um, so thing, I think the thing is, Bruce Dow, people don't realize this stuff until later on when, when Luna Classic hits Ascent. You know, that's when everyone says bye, bye. And then, and then when Luna Classic hits a dollar, you know, that's when even more people come in. You know, hold on, hold on, young lad. I'm talking about Luna here, not Luna Classic. Can I pivot real quick? I was just curious if anybody used uh, this cavern finance thing on Luna. No, AKA Anchor 2, AKA really bad at communicating. It's not audited yet. Go carefully. Some teams are actually pretty legit. They're just really bad at like writing tweets and things. You have some interesting situations sometimes where like a, a product is pretty awful, but they're really, really good at communicating and it kind of draws everyone in. And with the cavern thing, at least what I saw to start with was for like some really, really bad tweets and representation, but it might actually be legit. It might actually be pretty good. Yeah. Um, compare Cavern's launch and their TVL, which I, I haven't checked. It's probably like $1,000 or something versus the Anchor launch. And remember, the code is fundamentally very, very much the same. But what's different is the first Anchor was one, obviously, like Doe, Doe had a narrative around Anchor. He had a narrative around it being the reference interest rate for all of crypto, all the proof of stake chains all of the different yields from different chains. This is where you're going to come and earn a steady rate. It's better than any other lending. It's like a specialized lending oh, platform. And he came and he sold it in such a good way. When you say Do, Do who? Do Quan or what? Lord Do Quan sold it in a particular way, which basically, I mean, like if you think fundamentally that, oh, the code's good, people will come and use it. You're, you're wrong. You're so wrong. It's unbelievable. I can't believe people keep thinking they can launch a protocol which is sound. And it's like, oh, yes, it's very technically sound. And it's like, oh, yes, it does a good thing. People will use it. No, they won't. No, they just, they no, just flat Alex, out. That's very true. Look at, um, uh, look at uh, what was that token that had extremely much of utility, uh, BitTorrent, you know, uh, where you could share files and it's a, it was a coin. It had perfect utility, but nobody uses it. Why? 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 I don't know. Yeah. The, uh, what you need to do is you need to do a governance proposal and spend $50,000 on bankless podcast advertising your protocol and then 
you might get some this attention. This is the way. This is the way. By the way, <laughs> what did you have a look at those tweets? I only saw one of them. It was like, uh, this is the latest decks. Check it out. And then hashtag ad. Yeah, I did. And and then I also joined an Osmosis community call where it was pointed out that um, Bankless, on their podcast when they talked about it, they said it was a DEX on, on the Atom chain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked that um, it was so fucking bounded as well. Like it was like, this campaign will run from the 7th of January to the, the 15th of January. And it was like very fucking strict. Like, like our, our relationship ends there. Yes, sad times. There's devoid of like any energy or love or enthusiasm. Just the most, like the most, I, I've seen a chat GPT write like flavor text that was more compelling than what Bankless was doing. That's my problem with it. Uh, Grin, we need to give it your, uh, your Cosmos update treatment or something that you did for the uh, Crescent tweet yesterday. I have no idea how to throw links up here, but if anybody wants, I'm, I'm pioneering a new service for Cosmos. I'm asking Cosmos moment to highlight, you know, achievements and make them more uh, understandable and relatable by, uh, by people because Cosmos can be a bit dry, but it is like the mother technology on which Luna and Lunk run. Yeah, you're, you're taking boring DeFi and you're turning it into like psychedelic 80s disco. Or something like that. That's that's your function in life, right? But not to explain it to people because DIOR, you know. No, I like like I think if anything, the explanations are what holds a lot of interest back. I don't want to have things explained. I, I was saying this the other day, like you know, um, in the lunar heyday, you had all those guys get on YouTube, like Thank You and other people. They would get on YouTube and they would explain things. And I think because there was a lot of traffic already and because a lot of money was pouring into Luna, those people imagined that their explaining was bringing that money there. And they quickly realized like afterwards that it wasn't actually bringing any money there. It was just that the river of attention was being directed there sometimes because people were searching for keywords. And now those people are like at a loss. It's like, why can't my explanations bring people to come to the, to the cosmos? And they don't know what to do. So they're like, oh, I've, I, maybe we should pay bankless. Like explanations have never ever sold, and they never will. It's a completely different thing. I think they 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 help people who are already in the ecosystem understand some of the products, right? Yeah, but they're like an, it's like you are. Right. It's like you already own a boat, and you go and buy uh, boat maintenance magazines. It's it's like in that realm. You go to the little, you go to Tesco, and you go to the very bottom shelf, and it's like your owners weekly. You know, like it's that kind of thing. The company I, I work for, they're an events company, and we own like events such as Concrete World, <laughs> which is the premier yeah. uh, concrete event that is uh, run in Las Vegas. Um, so yeah, similar vibe. Do they have those, um, like, uh, the competitions where it's like how quickly you can construct a, a wall out of bricks? I have no idea. They, there's, we own hundreds we've of We've seen that. Like a, they events. have... Um, they get like 10 participants and each participant has like a kind of a foundation wall, a straight line laid out in front of them. And they all have like a hundred bricks and a pot of cement. 
and they have to construct a wall of like 100 bricks as quickly as possible and the winner gets a prize. Have you seen that stuff? There's, there's like these bricklaying competitions and can any, any, basically any form of manual labor and construction has a, a competition around it um, from bricklaying to stuff like lumberjacking to whatever else. I don't know. I've seen the lumberjacking competitions. <laughs> they are insane. The guy's scrambling up logs and chopping them down real quick. It's a beautiful thing. I wonder if I should get more aggressive. Like, if they if they really did give 50k to Bankless, which they did, surely Lunkdown could direct way more than Bankless ever did. Um, meaning, like, the Lunk investors and everyone else to know about what Osmosis is, since they're already in the Cosmos ecosystem. And they're incentivized to know about it anyway. Because I think Bankless, what is that? Primarily, it's it's like just Ethereum people and, and like nerds and maybe Solana people or something. It's 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 nobody who's actually very Cosmos familiar. So to advertise a DEX before they're even in it, I don't know. It's like silly on all levels. I, I, I would, When I was thinking about it, I genuinely think that you could have brought more value than that Bankless promotion. Um. But it's just it's just uh, it's just jobs for the boys when it comes to Osmosis Grant Program, right? Mm-hmm. Like they paid, they paid uh, Jacob Gidekian or whatever he's called uh, about thirty five thousand for reconnecting the Lunk IBC. Yeah, so we need to get in the old boys network somehow. Yeah, zero ideas, any ideas? Mm, yes. Unwilling to share. I'll share when the time is right. When the time is right, the moon is aligned and uh, Lunked Out owns Astroport Classic. That will be the time. Mm. Hello, Deep Stefi. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Bruce? I'm good. I'm I'm lovely. I'm magnificent. How do you feel about our bags pumping sixty percent this week? Does it feel good? Oh, I, <laughs> it feels great, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no complaints from my side here. But really, what what's important is how do you feel about it? I'm sure you have some thoughts on that. I think it was interesting the way the price um, led to a bunch of people waking up, like that guy, the wizard. The, what's his name crypto wizard or something woke up yeah and then uh a load of big accounts <laughs> like the ball bnb guy and i think the thorium and a bunch like a bunch of the old luna people kind of woke up this week which was interesting and then i was looking on the timeline it was like luna 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 luna's going to the moon and then um what's his face shigio you know the looper guy the the infinite looping weird fucking strategies guy he woke up and he's posting like it now so it's it's quite funny like it's almost a bit kind of um, absurd because like I was trying to wake everyone up by tweeting and like it had limited success. And then the moment the price goes up, it's they fucking awaken out of the coma. And now they're all back, which is awesome. I think it's like a sign of what's going to come as well. Like when, and, and I have this, like I've written about this before in various places, but like by the time $3 Luna comes and $5 Luna comes and $10 Luna comes, it's going to be interesting to see how much of the old community wakes up because they obviously get more skin in the game, right? Like, even if your your coin's all locked up, you're like, fuck, this is worth a lot. <laughs> I want to protect the value. Like, I, I want to keep this going. Otherwise, like, how am I going to sell this shit? 
Like, how am I going to get out of this? I better fucking pump it. So there's that stuff, which is quite interesting. Um, and then, like, I think there's also this interesting time whereby the price goes up sufficiently such that people start being full-time lunatics again and, like, living off their yield and stuff. Like, I think $10 Luna and $20 Luna are, like, important bits, uh, important price points where, where more and more people quit. Like, Ryan, have you considered this? I don't know how many Luna you've got, Ryan, but, like, what's the, what's the price level where you quit your job and just do, be a full-time lunatic on your computer? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we, we're not quite there yet. I lived the dream of full-time crypto for about four months before I had to go back to work. So I'm not in a rush to do that again, but uh, who knows? But the point is like, there is a price level, right? Like a lot of people in the old community, there is a price level whereby they'd be like putting their jobs and just sitting on the computer full-time. And then you have like this weird acceleration phenomena where it's not just like, um, skin in the game it's like because the price has gone up it's bought all of your time <laughs> as well and then it really goes nuts and remember there's a lot of luna still locked up so it can move. yeah i think i saw i think i saw a block bits post that was like 30 odd percent in the community pool about 40 odd percent locked up so like uh, in terms of like liquid supply, I mean, I saw Bruce also post that if you don't own at least one Luna, then I can't remember what the repercussions were going to be, but it was, they were bad. But there's only like 300, or three, <laughs> 200 million in circulation or something. So that's that's going to be bad news for a lot of people. I thought you were going to exaggerate and say there's only 200. That would have been a better story for the space, maybe. People are like, fuck, it's like the, the 200 Pokemon or something. I've got to fucking get one. What was the repercussions of uh, of, of not holding one Lunar and one Lunar? Oh, I can't remember. I, I I've, got it. It. I've got it recorded. I change it all the time. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you heard one version, but it's like anytime anyone asks me, it's like a different version. I've I've talked in many different ways. I've, I've talked about like uh, Claus Schwab, whatever his name is. Uh, blending people and turning them into human protein. I've talked about like the the president of China. I've talked about the repercussions on a family level of like your your grandchildren being disappointed in you. Like your grand as a grandfather, your one chance to ensure that your family were fed and had a happy life, you squandered it by not listening to Coach Bruce in 2022. Sounds about right. You need to get the. Uh get the meme going of where the granddad sat with the like or the dad sat with the two kids yeah i like i think we need to stretch everything out right like like your future without luna take it to like the 60 year conclusion and then your future with luna take it to the 60 year conclusion and and really fucking stress the emotions around it um and maximize fear and stuff i think that's that's key people aren't rational like they're not going to understand stuff like oh you know, we're building this this new um, economy on productive use cases and feather and alliance and all this stuff. No, they're gonna they're gonna understand what it is to disappoint your grandchildren. I think with these stories, like how intricate you've been, you could probably use some AI software here. You know, just two images: your life with Luna and your life without Luna. It'll be interesting to do like a timeline as well, like your life with and without Luna in one year, then two years, then and like make a thread of it, right? like three years, four years, five years, and it just gets progressively worse. 
and like <laughs> your your children are wasting away your family like your friends and family nobody wants to hang around with you your whole life just slowly falls apart like your boss doesn't respect you everything just goes to shit luna definitely has the best community by far i think it's going to be interesting to kind of see um now that Terra and Luna are are really going, you know, IBC, full cosmos, interchain tooling, um, how the relationships get rebuilt again. <laughs> because I mean, in the in the full in the first bull run, it really didn't matter, you know. I it, as you say, Lord Doquan wasn't really, I guess you could say, careful with feelings. Um, but at the same time, there were obviously like a lot of chains had resentment and jealousy of the growth of Terra and Luna. And I think we all know who those chains are. And I, I think even who, today, who, um, name some them. of them still hold name that. Them. Name them deeps. I mean, name come them. on, we all, uh, name so, them. so they've been brought up before, right? So there, there's definitely, I'm not going to say everyone, but there's a lot of people inside like osmosis community that you know, don't, don't look very um, kindly osmosis upon Terra. Osmosis though. Osmosis I mean, sucks. It's yeah, really, we hate Osmosis. Yeah, so terrible. So we can say it sucks, <laughs> really but it still like dominates Cosmos in terms of volume. So, um, right, like even if they're your enemy, right, keep your enemy close. So I, I just think it's going to be interesting, like how TFL and Terra kind of repositions itself in these relationships. I think that it. I think what's happening now is is almost half political, because. What he's essentially doing, what Lord Quan is do- Lord Doquan is doing, is is it's almost like a fungus kind of spreading out, like a, a rhizome into different chains and providing max utility for them, right? Um, and with the station wallet and everything else that's going to come, it's like it's almost like a gift or something like that. And they have to say yes because it's so good and it's also free compared to the other stuff, right? Like um, you know, I, I remember reading stuff, you know, like Kujira. How much were Kepler Wallet asking them to pay? It was something in the region of like 400k a year or something. Yeah, 360,000. Yeah, so like they're providing stuff that is just inarguably better. Um, a year? A year, yeah. Like maintenance. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Absolutely insane. And that's the thing. This is like the, this shows you what one man with money and a talented team and a vision can do. And it kind of puts the lie to like, uh, the decentralized governance, open source mentality. I know a lot of what TFL does is open source, but I, I think that's what really rankles the cosmos and osmosis and Juno people as they want to still believe that that um, decentralized governance is the best way of running everything. But then you have that one guy with his team and a lot of money and they come along and, and vision and they're allowed, they're able to accomplish so much in such a short period of time, even under like, even while being sought by uh, sovereign nations because they can move so quickly. And I think that's why um, Tobias, I wanted to build like a Senate on Lunk so they could accomplish things more quickly. But uh, he's trying to, uh, what Tobias is trying to do is he's trying to replicate Doquan's brain. That's impossible. You just can't do that. But yeah. What, yeah, it's, it is funny. The pain he's been through. They're, they're challenging they're challenging all the um like cosmos uh growth drivers so like kepler wallet is now being challenged by station wallet then you've got kind of feather and alliance which together are sort of 
uh, a challenge to interchange security from Atom or mesh security from Osmosis. And you just know that they're going to get shipped like way quicker than than any of those teams are, are going to do anything. If you, if you do something like go to Atom Governance Telegram and just look at that chat for about five minutes, you will immediately go and buy like a thousand Luna because it never gets anywhere. Like like the long story short of decentralized governance and stuff like that is is that we need decentralization to achieve a few goals. And one of those goals is, is censorship resistance, right? But beyond that, it's basically a hindrance. <laughs> so what you need is a decentralized network um, whereby it's, it's resistant to all censorship and regulation and it's sustainable and, and suitably decentralized like in terms of voting power. But beyond that, you just want a fucking centralized team to get shit done. Like, like it, it, otherwise, it's like this infinite fucking quibbling, capricious sage mode stuff. Who's capricious sage? Fluffinator has been raising his hand and giving thumbs down. Fluffinator has a lot to say about this. Um, Fluffinator, do you want to share your heart on these subjects? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Capricious Sage is the name of my aunt who died in a car crash. Don't know why you're bringing her up in the middle of this space. Find it a bit weird, find it a bit personal. She's a time waster. My aunt is a time waster. What are you talking about? What if, like, there there wasn't a crypto space and then we spoke about other stuff? We can do, but you never, you never say anything funny. If you said something funny, everyone would naturally shift towards whatever you want to talk about. But you've, you've been reserved, and you've been blaming and pointing fingers, and everyone's been upset. I just feel like um, cryptocurrency spaces are like so boring. Like they're really boring, and it's like Safi. You know, you say Safi turns into a slave, but I think so do you. Um, when you're in the flow of it, I didn't you know? listen. I didn't know you were here. All right, I would have, I would have changed, but no, but you know, I didn't know you were up here. I would have. Uh, I thought it was just me and my friends. I didn't know there were new people here. Yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not going to like blame you or anything. I'm not going to put this on your shoulders and make you walk around with it. But you know, just be better. That's all. How fluffinator? How can we make money? Um, in other ways, apart from trading cryptocurrencies all the time, what other fun things could we do to make cash? Um, main thing I would say is window salesmen and like window fitters, because this last week, I don't know if it's been like this in France, but it's been very, very windy in England and a lot of windows have been smashing. So maybe if everyone on the speakers panel, you know, that's what, like 12 people, if we all teamed together and made a window company, then we could all make money off that. And the thing is, the money would just keep rolling in. We wouldn't have to worry about candles and lines and stuff. Ryan Lyons giving thumbs down because his arms are too weak to lift up big glass panes and they would break. All of his tendons would become stretched and break and snap. Yeah, Ryan is notoriously brittle and weak. What was it you used to call him, Xerxes? Didn't you have a nickname? About his brittleness. Yeah, twig. Twig, snappy arms, Ryan. Snappy, I am a Ryan. salesman for 14 years. Forget the idea of making money in the window companies. 
it's ridiculous. The margins are so bad, you wouldn't believe it. You've been told, Fluffner, it seems you've been bullshitting. And that's actually not a viable business model because he's saying that margins are very small. The thing is, Klaus, you need to take into account the different countries that we live in. Because, I mean, you might live in Germany and I live you know, uh, in Norway. I work for Internom. Uh, this is the leading company in Europe for uh, plastic windows. So, uh, in Austria, it's the <laughs> biggest market for it. So. The one thing that Fluffinator didn't expect when she started bullshitting about window companies is that a window expert would appear in the spaces. We are everywhere. Okay. That's why yeah. it's called, um, uh, you know, Sod's Law of When you start lying, God is going to slap you back in the face. I know it's not lying, but uh, the times have been way better. The, yeah, I mean, the last two years are just. Horrible. Can I ask a long related question real quick? No. Um, don't worry about it, class. I know you crushed my dreams, but it's okay. Um and thank you for being honest before we all invested any more money into this. Zerex says, how do you think report, make money quick? Broken for anybody else? Because I'm having trouble. Oh, it's just the the um the wallet update. Or I think the gas update messed things up. The validated yeah. Well, just to answer Fluffinator's question and end that thread, uh, we're going to have to pivot from window fitting to tech support. So we can start right now. Mikey, um, send 500 USDC to the wallet address I DM you, and we can provide technical support in this space immediately. Hmm. Deep DeFi. Okay, I'll wait for the DM. Deep DeFi. What are you most excited about? as one of Lord Doquan's creations coming up soon. Oh, Fluffinator's already given me the thumbs down. I don't think we were allowed to switch topics here, but too bad, I guess. Um, I would say Warp. I mean, if I had to pick one thing right now, I think Warp is... I, I have not seen it in any other ecosystem outside of Cosmos. Um, definitely not in Cosmos, so I think it's pretty exciting. You explain that a bit. I haven't actually looked much at Warp. I know it's like on-chain actions that users can fulfill themselves and anyone can set. Like, I know a little bit about it, but can you lay it out, like how it works and what the long-term vision is and stuff? I haven't read much. Yeah, um, so you kind of have this idea of, and I'm trying to remember the names, but you have like keepers and then I'm trying to remember the other term, but basically you have on-chain jobs that normally you would have to have like infrastructure and bots uh, run these for various different protocols. Uh, but the concept now is that Warp is creating almost like a marketplace so where everything... Just, just give like a... Yeah. So for, for maybe new Lunk people, give an example of like what an on-chain job would be or like, you know what I mean? Break it down. I can give you a solid example if it helps from Prism. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, so the reason that Prism on Terra Classic has broke is because we had some bots that did some crucial like parts of, of the protocol. One was to fetch the Lunar staking rewards to give to 
uh, Y Luna uh, stakers, uh, and the other was to vest uh, Prism uh, rewards in in Prism Farm. So um, when the chain stopped working and the bot ran out of gas, like those actions stopped being f- performed. Whereas I think with with Warp, you can essentially sort of pay other people to perform those functions uh, on your behalf as a protocol or in the case of like prism where like it's kind of been abandoned on on terra classic and in that example if they were to abandon it but it's a useful function then i guess some like a way of like a prism whale could pay like bots to continue to or or people on on, uh, warp to continue to do those actions yeah, I, I, exactly, and and it's great to hear the the protocol perspective for sure too. But it could be as simple as like uh, like what you're asking. Like, I want to swap USD USDC to Luna at this price, right? And and it goes on a job board. Um, and when the condition, which is the price, is met, someone can execute it, um, and then earn some fee percentage, right? So they they get a portion of that. Um, in order to incentivize them doing that action. And, and now you're not paying for infrastructure or bots to do any sort of these actions, right? So from a protocol perspective, if you have a lot of different actions that need to take place, a lot of different jobs, which they will, like to Ryan's point, then it, it kind of frees you up from that. So you could also get to do like simple functions for user, right? So you could get them to like, people have got Luna vesting, so you could get them to like, unstake your luna for you every however however often right yeah exactly yeah i i remember reading you can create like a what is it like auth z or something where you can allow specific actions to be performed by other people like unstaking but you can't sell it stuff like that like very specific permissions space is dead so i'm leaving who killed it I don't know. You guys started talking about like bots that crank random things on chain. Yeah. Everybody kind of got lost in some sort of note taking exercise. Ryan and Deeps together that killed it. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we got too technical here. Sorry. Well, <laughs> you've got to think like how, like, okay, warp. How can you explain warp in a way that maintains Fluffinator's interest? Like, like, why should she be excited about it? And also, where is it going in two, three years that she can be excited about? How, like, what, what is she looking into the horizon for? And why is she excited? You pay some bots to run, run a window company for you. The thing is... Class just told me that's not going to work, you know. So I've sort of had my dreams crashed a little bit. I feel like I feel like Klaus is operating in the wrong geographical market, as you said. I don't know. The thing is, he's doing all of Europe, so maybe Australian windows might have more opportunity. Okay. I don't know. I'm just feeling pretty pessimistic. This space has driven me to a dark place um, on many levels. I think Zero Vexes feels the same way. Maybe you should invest in uh, solar energy. I'm allergic to the sun. 
and make money with it. Hmm. Ryan Lyon, what are you excited about in terms of uh, Lord Doquan's creations? Hmm. I think. Uh, um. I think. I think enterprise da- enterprise protocols a little bit off the radar at the minute. Um, like the the this the easy like one click creation of DAOs and tokens. Um, mm. It is could, could be a lot of fun. I think people haven't really stress tested that yet, and he's also like missing a bunch of like features that, that's on their roadmap. But uh, I would love to see like a, a fully functioning Lunk DAO on on enterprise on enterprise protocol where we distribute the tokens between the hundred and twenty two thousand CEOs um, and give them give them some real equity in 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 this whole movement. Yeah, we we got to decide that because like if okay, so right now there are twenty thousand people staked with us. So the question is. Are people who don't stake with us real CEOs? Like, do they actually count if they've never staked anything? I'm not sure. Maybe it should just be transplanted directly and proportionately from our our actual stakers. That might be fairer in terms of like giving to who's given more. But yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, I'm also wondering, like a lot of these technologies and things, the the enterprise thing and the warp thing and stuff. Um, is there an aspect of that where it's legally much safer for people to use. Like it, it's kind of like the difference between a token sale and something like an LBP, right? Like whereby in one case, the protocol is doing the thing and doing the price discovery. In the other way, it's you, you're selling a token to someone at a certain price. You see what I mean? Like it's with things like enterprise, it's quite interesting. Like the system does it. You're not really taking responsibility for it directly. Yeah, I mean, like you can, like you can spin up a token in like five minutes, and then you could run it. You could, you know, you could like dump it, dump some liquidity into Astroport, and just let it do its thing, uh, or or put it in an LBP, or I think you could probably do whatever you want because those tokens seem to be like fully functioning CW twenty tokens on Terra. So, yeah, awesome, Fluffinator. What are you most excited about? regarding Lord Doquan's inventions? Um, I don't know. I'm sorry, I can't think of anything to be excited about with anything to do with any of this. But I'm still Well, here I think you should be excited now. in some ways because all of the things we're talking about might allow you to be financially free. If you want to be an artist and you want to create some kind of impact whereby people around the world have your art as their profile pictures and they're enjoying interacting and playing as if they are the creatures which you describe and draw, um, then all of Lord Doquan's tools will allow the distribution of this art and the sale of this art and the creation of the whole infrastructure of, of how to manage the groups around this art. And for that, you should be thankful to Lord Doquan because he may allow you to be completely free. Has Fluffinator pitched to be the Lunkdow artist yet? She has a, a, ch- a chance to be, for sure. Like, we have various NFT sets that we want to create now. 
um, one of them, and if anyone is an artist here, one of them we need, we need a, a set that has two creatures. And one of them is like a very stupid creature. And one of them is a very smart creature. Um, and if you want inspiration, maybe look at the brainlet meme and the giga brain meme as like a kind of a, a comparative thing. But yeah, we want to we want to create a set that is like um, kind of two races or two castes. One of them has very small brains, kind of drooling and like <laughs> very very low IQ, and the other one is is very intelligent with swelling brains popping out of its head. Um, and then like there's a lot more to it than that. But that's like the art we need. Something funny, something quirky, whereby it's a, a stupid group of people and a, a smart group of people. So would you mint either you would either be a dumb person or a smart person? Is that what you're saying? Like you, you mint one or the other? Well, it, it, there's a lot more to it than that. But the okay, so the basic concept, which I'm happy to and I won't mention 99% of it. But the basic concept is that right now, if you look around NFTs, NFTs are kind of boring because um, for you to get an NFT like a bored ape or a mutant ape or a, a punk or whatever the fuck else, you need to pay money. And the amount of money you pay determines the rarity of the NFT you get. And a lot of people are in it simply to flip their NFTs and make money, right? Like that's the fundamental ugliness. The fundamental ugliness is that um, someone having an NFT like a bored ape thing all that says is that person was willing to pay a certain amount of money at a certain time. And they're probably a greedy motherfucker. Like they're probably just wearing that profile picture and helping to shill it so they can flip it one day. That That's like the state of affairs of NFTs. I reckon we should do away with that. And rather than mint NFTs with money, the the main way we should mint them is based on mental competency, right? So for instance, um, in crypto, a lot of people are social retards. A lot of people have various deficiencies. They are grotesque people. You don't want to hang around with them. Or by contrast, other people are quite smart and they're quite entertaining and they tell funny jokes and you want to be around them in spaces and things. Um, my idea fundamentally with this was to, to mint NFTs on mental competency rather than money. So I've developed a, a proprietary quiz whereby it's a combination of EQ, you know, emotional quotient, emotional intelligence. It's a combination of that and IQ um, and various other things like your aesthetic taste and uh, some things I won't go into now. But based on that, you get a score. So you complete the quiz, you get a score, and then based on the score, you're allowed to mint a certain thing. And the minting of what you, what you can mint is in a hierarchy, it's in a ladder, right? So the upper people have the biggest brains and the, the lower people have the smallest brains. And then everyone on Twitter knows who you are. They know exactly who you are. And then we can start gating things so we can have spaces only for the people with big brains or in a space, we'll only let the people with big brains speak and the people with small brains can ask maybe one question or make one comment. But if they start to dare to ask, to say like, a, if they start to dare to make an opinion or to make a statement of some kind or claim of some kind, they're booted immediately, right? So we have a hierarchy. We have a kind of a, a caste system that is enforced by mental competency. So that's like the basis of the idea. And then beyond that, there's infinite fun um, because, you know, we can start to police different groups. You can only come to a certain place if you're a dimwit or a big brain. Um, it, it just expands infinitely, right? So that's like the, the base idea. And then what I'm looking for now is an artist to create the set. 
and I think it can be very popular and very funny and like very interactive with spaces and things. Um, and then it goes further as well. For instance, uh, <laughs> we might have a brain token. And then uh, if you earn a certain amount of brain tokens, you can maybe perform brain surgery on yourself and get a bigger brain. Or maybe protocols that are upcoming in the new lunar ecosystem, things like the, you know, the save protocol thing for AI language learning. If somebody goes there and they complete a certain amount of tasks, maybe their brain would get bigger. See, it's just like infinitely customizable. So maybe the, the dimwit, the small brain person has the potential to get a bigger brain, but only if they perform on-chain actions, you know, only if they actually do stuff that makes them worthy, then their brain can expand. So it's, it's yeah, it's like that's kind of um, the base idea, minting on mental competency rather than money, and also using things like on-chain actions and learning to incentivize people to get bigger brains. That sounds a bit uh, divisive, but well, that's the point. Like, like, like that. That's what's so enjoyable. Like, we're creating, we're creating a a caste system, a digital caste system, based on mental competency, and uh, and we're using it um, in many ways for fun and for learning and for whatever else. I, I can't wait to see this quiz and the questions. Is, is one of the questions whether or not you own one Luna? There are various things, but I will tell you one thing. You will have to connect your wallet at the start of the quiz, and then everything will be scanned. Your history, how long ago you bought Lunk, how long ago you bought Luna, everything will be known. There are no secrets on chain. That's the thing. Like, you know, when I write these posts, like, buy Luna, buy Luna, buy Luna, the moment you connect your wallet, I'm going to know exactly what you've done. Like, there's no hiding. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't matter. Like, all these things, if you were resistant, if you said, no, I'm not going to buy Luna now, all of these things will come back to bite you in the neck. So you're <laughs> planning on basically revealing wallet owners' history, the criminals at least. Mm, no, but like, we can wait various things, right? Like, if you connect your wallet and it says you, you, um, you stake X with LunkDAO or you own Lunk and Luna or something like that, that can have a weighting in the quiz. And then we can combine that with other stuff like, you know, flipping a shape in your head or recognizing someone's emotions from a facial expression or whatever else. Like it can be, like the idea is just to have um, a quiz that reflects uh, how good you are as a human, <laughs> if you like, and, and make it funny at the same time. So yeah, like it's, yeah, that, that's the base idea, but we need an artist for it. There are so many ways of people doxing their wallets anyway, like people who have uh, NFT as their profile picture, for example, or people buying these stupid uh, name naming domains, you know, .eth domains, which just links straight to their wallet. So, yeah. Who cares if you're showing off your big brain? Yeah, well, you can do a fresh wallet or whatever. Who knows? Whatever. Um, but but I think all good sets incentivize people to steal them, right? So, for instance, if I start doing big brain-only spaces and people feel left out, they're going to start stealing the profile pictures, which makes them desirable. It's it's almost like the degree to which your NFT set gets stolen by other people, the better it is. And the more stealable it is, the more of something it has going for it. Because if people are stealing it without even having money and without even thinking about like flipping it, like surely that is like the ultimate sign of success it's like <laughs> you want to be part of the community because one you enjoy the community and you also want to get like a, a vip entrance to whatever the community does 
So when launch? When launch is, is when Fluffinator mans up and, and draws my NFTs. Quit, quit the window business. You got to go work for Bruce. But we could have this on both chains as well. Or we could even do like a split launch. Like the, the dim ones launch on Luna and the, the, the smart ones launch on Lunk or whatever else. Um, I know Galactic Punk have, have like bridged them across to both chains. I'm not sure exactly how they've done that, but um, but yeah, it could be on it could be on both chains, and we could also have stuff like the the points you can earn are by interacting with protocols on both chains, or maybe some challenges require you to do things on both chains, right? Or become basically become an active member or a learning member of both ecosystems to support this whole twin moons thing. So like, there are many many things we can do, and then obviously any any new protocol that comes out. We can say, you know, we have these dimwits and uh, they're looking for brain points. And if you can create some kind of learning challenge and help fund our, our treasury or whatever to help us out, then um, we can send a lot of users your way and help them learn about the protocol and become advocates for you or whatever. So that'd be cool as well. Like there's, it, it's like infinite. It's like um, a, a fun kind of uh, dynamic whereby people are incentivized to learn as well as have fun. Yeah, I, I think it, I've heard you speak about this before, and it just reminds me back of the the lunatic score that Flipside created, where you had a, a bunch of metrics, um, you know, stuff like what percentage of your lunar estate, have you been voting on governance proposals? Um, I don't know. There were about thirty different metrics. And then it gave you like a an overall score, and this is just like an expansion of that with some 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 NFTs and the ability for them to kind of morph and uh, and, and show off that mm. NFT score. Yes, yeah. Like from my perspective, I want to create something that is really really funny to start with, both in appearance and like desirability to be profile pictures, um, and then also funny around the social dynamics, right? Like this this idea of a hierarchy is really fucking silly. And this idea of, of kind of interpersonal um, conflict and stuff, like we're in the spaces with our GigaBrain NFTs and somebody comes up with like a, a small brain profile picture and they start to get a little bit too opinionated. We'll be like, whoa, 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 <laughs> not you, not you. I, I don't think you're qualified, sir. I'm afraid, I'm afraid uh, you're going to have to ask a question or otherwise keep quiet. You see, like it's just going to get really silly, right? And then we can create maybe a Discord for the big brains and a Discord for the small brains, and then there could be controversy, like, oh, a fake big brain snuck in, like <laughs> we're going to have an ejection and stuff, and um, and hopefully there'll be silly dynamics whereby uh, a lot of people to start with, but we're minted on what they actually scored, and then maybe somebody takes the sidetrack of paying extra for brain surgery, like they pay three times as much to get brain surgery. And then people find this out. They're like, oh, hang on a minute. That guy isn't actually a real big brain. He just got, he just got brain surgery afterwards. Like, it, like it's just going to be create this silly fucking, um, just this weird like um, hierarchy dynamic, which is infinitely funny, I think. And uh, like, I'm really inspired by the brainlet memes. I find them really, really funny. Have you seen those, Ryan? You know, with like the, the, the tricycle on the head and the hamster wheel on the head and stuff. No, I've not seen those at all. Are you serious? Look at look up um, Brainlet, and uh, and and look on Google. Like know your meme or whatever it is. What's that site with the Brainlet's ears? There's like a, a site with a fuckload of them. You send it. Google. Oh yeah, I know these. Yeah. I, I know these. I like this, and um, that's kind of what inspired, or at least I've sent to artists as like an inspiration. But it could be anything. 
so long as it conveys like uh progressively more intelligent and progressively stupider and then the actual set design itself should be about a thousand um people a thousand pfps and then hopefully on some kind of a ladder of ascending order um and then it's going to be something like everyone takes a quiz and then two days later they're allowed to mint and we put it all in order um something like that i'm yet to work out the exact details but but yeah like it's um that's the rough plan i also think they should be soul bound and non-transferable yeah arguable but but maybe there can be dynamics where it's possible like like bring I mean, I mean, it could, it could, it could, it could play into your your plan of like trolling everyone that like, or or having some fun with it, should I say, where like someone buys a big brain one when they're actually a small brain, and then uh, they get found mm. out, and everyone, uh, yeah. It's almost like you wanna you wanna allow some degree of people being able to cheat the system because that's what creates a lot of the funniness of it. Like you're not getting a government identity card, you're getting a, a fun thing to represent you, and uh, like in a way, the more incentive there is to to steal and and kind of fake it and play along, the more you should be rewarded for that because you're kind of playing the same game, which is the the game of maximizing humor. Who do you think would be the biggest brain, excluding Lord Dogron? Well, and who do you think would be the smallest? Lord Daquan wouldn't do very well because he's maxed out all of the autism tests. So if we're if we're if we're optimizing for something like emotional literacy and social perception and stuff like that, Lord Daquan will actually do really poorly, which is quite interesting. He um he did the the autism quotient score, which is I think one of the baseline autism tests developed by um, Simon Baron Cohen originally. He's also the guy that, that developed the, the face test where you, you um, perceive emotions based on facial expressions. But this is another one of his past tests. And Doquan scored about 45 out of 50 on that, which is like really, really, really autistic. Like it's severely autistic, which is quite interesting as well. Um, I've used this in the past. Like he's, if you look on his media tab and you scroll down about a year, he's posted his test results about a year ago. Um, it, it used to be a funny thing for me because whenever somebody would criticize Doquan and be like, oh, he's abrasive, he's arrogant, he's whatever, I would say, no, 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 you're, you're being very judgmental. You're, you're being very prejudiced against people with um, neuroatypicality. Look at this score. Like this is, this, is a, uh, this is how he is cognitively. It's not any kind of deliberate malice or arrogance. It is simply um, him being severely autistic. So I would use that and then they would apologize and they would come around to understanding. <laughs> they were like, oh, I didn't realize he's also struggling in that way. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it, I think overall, the way I see the score is kind of like um, your, your intelligence, your social competency and just your taste and your humor uh, and stuff like that. Kind of what, you basically want the kind of human you'd want to talk in a pub with or um, do a camping trip with or something like that or maybe spend time on a space with not necessarily a human who would be the best at solving maths puzzles or coming up with tokenomic designs or whatever. Um, you want some kind of mixture of somebody who's pretty smart, but also pretty socially savvy. And the test should try and get at that. Um, you could call it like the, I don't know, like, like the humanness of someone. 
Yeah, I was going to say, when you described this concept, I thought it was going to be primarily like just intelligence based. No. And I was going to say, like, you could have like other, um, other, other sets for, you know, I know, I know you're big on currently on the uh, chaotic good, uh, rational evil thing. No, um, I see it like that. So you could have something for that. But if you're going to incorporate all yeah, into one, I, I see it sense. like maybe take six different things. So there's intelligence, there's EQ, there's um, things like your appreciation of stuff. You know, like you know, like when you when you present like a funny video or something, uh, there'll be a spectrum of how much people laugh. Like maybe I present some silly fucking video of an animal or something, and then you have to rate like how funny it was, <laughs> and depending on your score, you'll get an output. You see what I mean? Like we can do many things. Um, it should just somehow probe at your your taste, your aesthetic preferences. Um, it, it should be something that isn't crudely psychometric. It should get at factors which aren't tested usually and that are quite funny and somehow insightful. But yeah, like open to ideas. I've got a big list of um, initial questions and things that range from, from IQ stuff to EQ stuff to, to lateral thinking stuff to aesthetic preference stuff. Um, I've even uh, clipped like a little story I like, and maybe people could read that and say how, what they think of it, <laughs> like, like put some comments or whatever. I don't know. Like there's a load of ideas, but I'm open to ideas too. Um, it, I, I think the, the quiz overall should just kind of reflect the, it, it should reflect the personality of the ideal holder of that NFT, right? So, so who do we want the, the ideal holder of the NFT to be? Probably someone who has a good sense of humor, right? Somebody who plays around, who values um, being social and also playing with others and having a kind of a magnetic energy that draws other people to want to play too. Um, and is kind of open-minded, you know, like uh, variables like that, that make for an ideal community should be reflected in the quiz itself. You see what I mean? So like that, that would be one of the ideas. I would quite like to see you roll it out cross chain. So like to the lunar chain, to the lunk chain, to let's say osmosis chain and like see the, like how, what the typical person on each chain looks like. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Because they've all got real, like very, I think really like distinct personalities, like all these different like cosmos chains or even outside of cosmos. Mm. It would also be cool to have, um, well, I was talking to, um, you know, Jose from Mars uh, about stuff like what Mars might be in a year or two. And we were talking about NFTs and the way that, um, your your rover account can be represented as an NFT, and therefore all of your trade history can also be represented that way. And so there'll be a record of of your trading account, which will mean if you are somebody who aped massively into something and made a fuckload of money, or if you got liquidated on something in DGen style, or um, maybe if you held through the lunar crash. If that was you know obviously that's not the right time, but something like that. If you held through the crash you would get like a warrior NFT thing or a warrior customization. And it's kind of cool that this kind of thing can allow stuff like copy trading of um, successful people, but it also becomes a social identity for you. Like if you are a trader who's done 100X, that is provable. 
or if you're a trader who's been very, very loyal to one thing, that is provable, right? So it's, it, I don't know, maybe there's um, ideas for expansion there and interaction with stuff like that. Like it would be cool if the, you got a bigger brain for doing good trading and stuff like that as well. Well, well, he had, um, what's his face working for him? Joseph the Penguin working at, was working at Delphi for a bit, right? And he had that avatar pro- okay. protocol thing, which I think he's fucked off with it, somewhere yeah. else. Um, where, like, yeah, you, exactly what you were just saying. Like, you do you do different actions or have different experiences on chain and it like morphs your NFT or gives it, mm. um, gives it a different property or, or a different item that you can attach to it or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I think I really like that idea. I, uh, I spoke to Joseph last week um, about what he was doing next and he seems pretty open to whatever, but um, he's learning to be a full stack guy. And um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's probably like, would be open to something like this, to be honest, like a fun side project. He gets to learn how to do some coding and, mm. um, and roll something out. Yeah. It would be cool if, if what we create is kind of a beautiful foundation to any number of things like this, that like, like, you know, Mars protocol or whatever comes, or I'd also like, um, the NFT to be customized by betrayal. Like if you sell all of your Luna, sell all of your Lunk or something like that, you should you should have a brain shrinkage or a brain aneurysm. Your NFT should die. Like, um, you see what I mean? Like there, there should be interesting things that happen as a result of your actions on chain. But yeah, loads of ideas. Main thing, if you send uh, if you send your Lunk to a wallet owned by certain centralized exchanges, perhaps you get like some kind of deformity. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, oh, you use you use uh, that centralized exchange. Oh, Jesus Christ! Like you're a moron. Um, I like, think it's dying. Yeah, like, like, like I think I don't know how to do this, but um, I think if you if you send all of your lung or all of your lunar to a centralized exchange, you should open up your NFT and it should just be like a pool of blood. And it, and it's like at the bottom, it should be like um, brain aneurysm in like newspaper print or something, <laughs> like crime scene lettering. Um, and and you're like, what the fuck has happened? And then you look up on the FAQs and it's like, oh, if you betray your brothers, you have a brain aneurysm because the, the stress of disloyalty makes your head explode. Yeah, like outside of the quiz, like have people send, the, send them to everyone involuntarily and then like just have it tracking their wallet and what actions they do and changing based on like what they do. So, so yeah. instead of like trying to scroll through someone's transaction history, you just like go and look at the NFT associated that with their wallet and see, see what, that, that's what, that's what you want. Like you want, you want somebody's entire history and who they are on like a, a loyalty, personality, proclivity level to be represented in a simple image. Like you want to know the pirates, the scummy people on the site. I think people are thinking about this stuff for, for say, seed investors as well, right? Like, if I take investment from a group of people, I want to know those people don't just sell immediately when the token 10x is. I want to know they're both willing to hold long term and they're also um, contributors in some way. And I want to be able to screen investors, you know, like I, I want to be able to do these things. And what easier way than to have that entire on chain history summed up in some kind of image, like <laughs> a really disloyal looking, small brained, um, horrible little creature? or a big brain creature or something with ba- you know, badges of honor on it or something like that would be ideal. Right. When I can just look at somebody simply and know who they are. 
Good. Good ideas. You're going to kill the space. Useful ideas. No. Yes. I'm going. Everyone, you know what happens when Xerox is leaves? He's the CTO of LunkDAO. So the infrastructure for the space goes down when he goes. Zero X is, is a fake lever as well, though. Like he, he will say yeah. at least five times that he's going to leave the space. And then two hours later, he'll still, still be there. Or he'll, he'll say he's leaving and then he'll be in like some weird group chat or something talking about Luna or whatever, or on Telegram. Like he's, he doesn't stay loyal to his own words. Like if you're going to say you leave, at least pretend to go away and like don't check Twitter. But he'll be on Twitter doing, doing whatever chats or tweeting or something. He just doesn't care that he's shown lack of integrity. Like he doesn't care that he's both killed other people's enjoyments and also shown that he has no consistency over time. I'm a ruthless bastard. Ruthless fucking are, bastard. No? I'm going to kill You're this space. Out of this style. I'm out. See you Wait, later. By the way, what do you think about the, the Terra Vida decks? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I know what you're so saying. You're, I'm not so staying. you're a team member now. Right, yep. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. But you're a team member and you're going to leave when you're asked about it. You don't seem to care about it very much. Yeah. Oh, Mark. <laughs> He's gone. It's over. Oh, dear. We have one minute, though, till it destroys itself. Does anyone have any final words? Now that he's not here, I think everyone just feels uncomfortable and sad. Uh, I was going to ask if you could explain what you, what he is part of or what that was. The Savita thing? I've never heard of it. Ryan, I think that's a question for you. Um. One of the scammy terror rebuild groups have decided that they're going to build the first decks on on Luna Classic. The very first deck, <laughs> and as we all know, there's there's at least three functioning decks still on Terra Classic, and we're currently running a seed round uh, for private investment uh, amongst the community at some sort of ridiculous valuation, uh, something like between 30 and 50 million, depending on how early you join the uh, uh, the pyramids, I mean, uh, the, the private sale. Um, and um, Hold on, let's, let's not call them scammers, but let's call them stupid, maybe. Or ill thought out. That seems more reasonable. It sounds to me that Luna Classic needs like a police force of some kind. No, I think the the thing about that um, Terra C Vita decks is we want to ensure that uh, people who buy in don't get wrecked. And at the valuations suggested, it seems like they will. There's some like incredibly crazy tokenomics design where if you're in the private sale, you get like, I don't know, 50% of the tokens liquid at launch. So you can then dump on all the people who are trying to like buy in uh, through the liquidity pool or whatever, it's just a it's just a classic. Um, it looks like a classic pump and dump. Uh, yeah, 
I don't I don't know. I haven't looked into it enough. Zero X years is the man to to go and look at his profile. He did like he's done a couple of like rundowns of what the hell's going on. There. Yeah. I haven't looked much, but it doesn't look like um it it doesn't look like Astroport. <laughs> That's for sure. Um you know, I I think like the way they're launching is is five years out of date and probably gonna wreck people. So I guess um, my question would be, how do you raise awareness so that, because the lunk investors now, I mean, if they get scammed this early, that's a little early, right? Like, how do you raise awareness for the common lunk now, lunk investor? I don't know. Like, I, f- I feel worried that like promoting it will almost encourage people to go and put money into it. So uh, yeah, I don't know. This space is about to come alive again, coach. Potentially. Jimmy, yeah. And and Zero Exist didn't even leave, by the way. She's been lurking. Should we let Jimmy up? I don't know. He's um he's abusive. Wait, so Zero Exist is Jimmy this whole time. Kept asking, who's Jimmy? No one would tell me. Oh, oh, it is Jimmy. Yeah, there's only one Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, yes. There are two Jimmys, both infamous in their own right. Both are scammers. Jimmy Savile, Jimmy Savile, and Jimmy the Otter. Hmm. What you got for us today? Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron as well. Are you just going to name famous Jimmys? No. You know, today I'm a loom soldier. Jimmy. Jimmy, if you... I'm looking at macro indicators, guys. Macro indicators. No, Jimmy. Jimmy, if you were were in Nigeria and you were walking along the street... I am. I am in Nigeria. I'm a Yoruba person. If you were walking along the street and coming up to you, from the other side of the street was Do Kwan. What would you do? What would you say to him? Well, you know, in Nigeria, we are a society of tribes. And maybe he has protection from one of the tribes. We have to respect that. Nigeria is a country where we have a lot of tradition and history regarding tribal protection. Thank you. I doubt... He comes here a lot, but he's not in Nigeria. He's in Serbia. I know that for a fact. He's in Novi Sad. I actually know where he lives. Dokwan is innocent. He, my opinion of him has changed a lot. I've talked to him before, before and after the crash. Um, but he's not in Nigeria. So it doesn't matter that much. He doesn't, he also doesn't have a, he doesn't carry a Korean passport with him anymore, so it doesn't matter as well. He has a Montenegrin passport. Is it accurate that Doe is in Serbia? Because yes, I see is. a lot of I see a lot of reports, but I don't know where that information is coming no, from. No, he's, he's in Serbia. He goes between Montenegro and Serbia quite often. Serbia doesn't have extradition treaties. So he's fine. And believe me. No one in Serbia gives a single flying fuck about what happened. There must be a few people in Serbia who got wrecked. 
No, really, uh, if you go to Serbia, there's a crypto scene there, but they didn't touch mm, Terra Luna. They touched uh, Serbia is um, a country full of, of developers, and uh, they touched other things, you know, uh, like BTC and um, just old-fashioned projects. A lot of people made a lot of money mining back in the day. And, um, you know, uh, people don't get angry at other people in Serbia very often. It, it's a close-knit country. Everyone knows each other. It's a small country in terms of population. Have you ever been to Syria? I mean, Serbia. Serbia. Serbia, not Syria. Serbia. Jesus. Yeah, have you been there? Yeah, I've been to Serbia. I uh, went there for my book about kebab. I have written a book about uh, the best kebab in the world. There they have a pork kebab with yogurt sauce. Now I need everyone to follow me to get my follower count back up to 27,000. Okay. Because my follower count has dropped due to my controversial nature. Are you taking steps to remedy your controversial nature? Or are you accepting it? I am not a controversial person. I'm an otter. Otters are different. People need to accept differences in life. Ryan, I believe this space is dead. What do you think? It's not dead. It's just you're boring. You're a very boring person. We were all very happy and talking and laughing and giggling and chortling together before you came, Jimmy. And then everything changed. The vibe shifted the moment you walked in. Uh, I bring a sense of seriousness, urgency, and obligation to a space. People see Jimmy the Otter and they realize the king is back. No live the king? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Duquan king. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so, yes, so what is your take on everything that's happening right now? with the huge uh, BTC fund. My view is this is simply all the shorts got liquidated. It's not a real rally. There are a lot of shorts, too many. And then obviously some big players got in and just destroyed the shorts and then it rippled across alts. Now, some of the alts had pumped pretty heavily, though. I mean, then they deserve to, but not all. Um, uh, like Gala Games was at a $100 million market cap at one point. Which is kind of ridiculous because I went to one of their conferences, and I can guarantee you that conference costs more than a million dollars to run. But I mean, there's two economies right now. There's a financial economy, and then there's the uh, the real economy, the consumer economy, if you want to call it like that. And right now, the financial economy is going to be plateauing for a little while due to high interest rates. Uh, the construction sector across the world has pretty much stalled. Um, and um, this is going to be a negative for the stock market for a while. Currently, the stock market is about 20% or 10% above the 2020 COVID high. So uh, it hasn't really done that well. I believe our host is uh, you know, having some issues here. These mental issues, yes. Yes, at least point those out. Be honest with yourselves. Jimmy, what do you do to you? Why do you feel this way? 
He's mad at Doquan. As an otter. As an otter. Who floats. Who floats in the water. Who floats. Who floats with other otters. Otters floating. Away. From the ocean. From the ocean with algae. To eat algae and clams. And clams and rocks. 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 Opening rocks with clams. Yes. Together. With our tummies. Floating, hitting rocks against our tummies. Do you know any good? I'm telling you right now. There's a lot of physical exercise going on. Do you know any good NFT artists for our upcoming NFT mint? Yes, Otter Project. That is my own NFT project coming up pretty soon. Are you excited about that? What adjective will you be using to describe the otters? Smart. The adjective is smart. Superlative is smarter. Because the uh, the typical NFT. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Lunk Dow with a Luna and Lunk AMA, recorded on Sunday, January fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. In the darkest of times, when the phoenix arises out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus, open the sarcophagus and release the virus. Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis. When the flags go up like everyone is righteous, spending government checks, sniffing up the white dust. The previous generation wants to be just like us. Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was. Drop the bias and you might survive this. The mummy coming through to remind your highness. I might just buy up my own fucking island, build a little bunker then wait for the timer countdown to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys in emitting vibrations through the ether did you just come me either at the right time blindly following stars in the night sky part of me might ride away with the prize fight man versus everything else until the time's right unleash the kraken no wait that was crack fuck now everybody feeling all amped up fucking like bunnies to the national anthem ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm mishandling the captions who has the answer holding our attention for ransom fed up with all the red tape and the boring template like it matters if it's a blue or red state charged every month and we can't even cancel feeling distressed fuck it kill the damsel fuck yeah spread it like we're on some undead shit and pass the bitch around like a meme from reddit in the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be five percent and the numbers are so much higher we're not ready for the next epidemic so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient. Ten spaces.